only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Alafia and Guten Tag. Welcome, comrades, to the feature show Omi's Language Buddy School. I am your language buddy coach for medical records, and we are going to be completing lesson number two. It was completed on my YouTube channel. However, I did say I was going to air that program on Shoe Talk, uh, excuse me, on Talk Shoe. And I will be airing uh, lesson number two, chapter two. And if you can get your pens and papers out and get your libations, whatever you need to drink, or your snacks, uh, remember you are in an online class and we want to keep the noise to a minimum. We are covering the body organs uh, during this segment of our chapter two. And uh, body organs would have been covered partially in Chapter 1, but I want to do an overview so that I can also do a review of our quiz. And usually I go over the quiz with you so you know exactly what to expect. This is our second week, and this is Body Organs. I am Omi. You can call me Omi Inca 7, or you can call me Omi. Omi also stands for teacher, and uh, it, the Omiinka word means water surrounds me, ancestors protect me and surround me. So once again, how is everyone doing this evening? We have some cold, hard facts to give you today on medical terminology. I wanted to just do an overview and let, overview and let you know that there are several curriculums out there that can be introduced for medical terminology that are fantastic. And hopefully down the road when we get to our fourth week, we're going to be implementing uh, all brand new uh, curriculum that focus in on uh, being able to retain information that you learn in medical term because medical term is all memorization. So we are going to be introducing one of our curriculums that is based on 80% retention where you retain the information that you uh, that you recall, and it's basically with uh, learning the sight and see and being able to recall that information. So around the fourth week, we'll be talking more about those programs out there that can help you retain this information. I know it's a lot of information for you to retain. However, I'm trying to get you in the mode of studying. You need to have your book. And as I told you, the medical terminology, a living language by Bonnie F. Fergman and Susan S. Fruke. You uh, can go out online and Google that book. Now, the body parts, the body organization, I'm going to be giving you that in a few minutes. The learning objectives will be upon completing this chapter, you'll be able to 
recognize and combine the forms of uh, introductions of the chapter. And you'll correctly be able to spell and enunciate medical terms and anatomy parts, uh, structures relating to the body structure. Uh, you'll be able to discuss organizations of bodies in terms of cells, tissues, organs, and systems. So you can have a conversation. And you'll be able to describe the common features of the cell, define the four types of tissues that we're going to focus on today, and I will tell you that in just a second. And you'll be able to list the major organs found in the 12 organ systems uh, of your body related to medical specialties. And there are specialties that I told you about that you can actually code in. And you'll be able to list the major organs found in the 12 organ system and their related medical specialties, as I said. You'll be able to describe the anatomy, the anatomical positions of the body. It's very important. You'll be able to define the body planes. Where are the body planes located? And we'll discuss that. You'll be able to identify the regions of the body. Where are the regions located? And list the body cavities and their contents. What's in the content of the body cavity? You'll be able to locate and describe the nine anatomical and four clinical divisions of the abdomen, and that's very important. And you'll be able to define directional and positional terms, such as lateral. What position is this particular body organ in? And you'll build body organization medical terms from word parts. As I told you, you have prefix, suffix, and the root words. You'll be able to interpret abbreviations associated with body organizations. Now, now that you've gotten your libations and you're situated, let's get on with the discussion. Once again, uh, you'll see Professor Omienka on the screen. Uh, for those of you who need to call in, you can call in by calling one seven two four 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 seven four four four, and the ID number is one four six four zero zero pound and then it possibly may ask you for the pin and you can dial two one nine eight nine five zero seven five five but I don't think it'll ask you for the pin. For those of you who are out in the Facebook area, please do call in uh our classes is getting on the way. Normally we do a segment on seven thirty which we'll be doing this Sunday at seven thirty, but I am filling this one in since the other class had to be viewed in the YouTube channel. Now, once again, uh, when you do call in, you will be able to ask questions upon being prompt. However, currently now you are muted and everyone's muted. And once questions are being taken, I will unmute each and every one of you. So once again, I'm going to type hello up on the screen so you know I'm in the room. And if you should come by, please do call in those numbers and please make yourself welcome. The door is open. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And I will put a welcome sign up on the door so people know they're welcome here. Okay, I hope I'm not giving you too much information and that you guys are coming along okay in this segment. Okay, now I have put the welcome sign on the door. The lights are all on. You can see clearly. And I am going to send out uh, a notice to share 
to my Facebook to let them know I am on the air. Uh, Omi is on the air today, and you can come in. Uh, Okay, let's see here. Hello, family. (laughs) Welcome. Okay. Just give me a minute here. Letting everyone know that we are in session. Okay, and I will tweet that as well. It's a lot of house cleaning that has to be done right up front. And I want you to know that you are welcome here. The class is free. And make sure I see what I'm doing here. The class is a free class up until the fourth session. And then we'll discuss. Please join us, okay? Okay. All right, got those people tweeted. Let me see if there's anybody else that we need to contact. And we do this to make sure that everybody is contacted. Okay, now, once again, I I am your Omi, and I want to welcome every one of you, uh, those of you who might be on your way into this class. We oftentimes like to give honor and praises to our higher self, so we offer up higher praises to our higher self today, and we're going to get in the habit of doing this. And if you have any ancestors that you would like to acknowledge, you can call them now, and we will say, I say, by indicating, so be it, so let it be done. I'd like to give praise and honor to my higher self, Oladulamare, Oromala. I'd like to also praise Oladulamare, and I'd like to praise my mother's spirit, Clara Jenkins, and my father's spirit, Robert Jenkins, and my initiated mother spirit is Yamin Ye, and my father is Obatala, and I say, Ashe, Ashe. And this is a class that's been instructed for African Americans, so what I'm doing is appropriate for this classroom. Uh, I did not say it was for the Europeans. I did not say it was for the Asians. I did not say it was for the Jewish people, but for the African um uh, how can I say this, indigenous people. And we're going to get more in tune for talking about being the first uh, nation people and uh, the indigenous people because we are the copper-skinned people and we are the indigenous people. We must carry on with learning, and that's what we're about to do now. Body organization. Let's get on with it. Uh, in arranging the body organizations in level. Each is built from the one below, and I will tell you what they are, and that is cells, 
You can write this down, C-E-L-L-S, tissues, T-I-S-S-U-E-S, organs, O-R-G-A-N-S, systems, S-Y-S-T-E-M-S, and body, B-O-D-Y. These word parts present here, uh, some of them such as combining forms would be abdominal, A-B-D-O-M-I-N, and then adding the O. That is the abdomen, okay? And then we have the anterior, the front, A-N-T-E-R-O, the front, brachial, B-R-A-C-H-I-O, and that means the arm, cardio, C-A-D-I-O, and that means the heart, cartilage, C-A-U-D-O, and that means the tail, cephal, cephalo, that means the head, C-E-P-H-A-L-O, civet, C-E-R-V-I-C-E-O, and that means the neck. Chronic, C-H-O-N-D-R-O, and that's the cartilage. Cranio, C-R-A-N-I-O, and that's the skull. Okay, cystic, C-Y-T-O is cell. Dermat, dermato, D-E-R-M-A-T-O, and that's skin. Disto, D-I-S-T-O, away from. Now, those are some examples of our body organization illustration. As I said, it was the cell, the tissues, the organs, the systems, and the whole body. All systems work together to sustain life. You cannot have one part of the systems working and the other part not working. You will not sustain proper life. Now, the levels of body organization, as we said, body, cells, organs, systems, and tissues. Um, before taking a look at the whole body, let's take a, a, a time out, and we, we need to examine the component parts of the human body. And it's composed of the cells, tissues, organs, and systems, as I said. I'm repetitions, I know. I'm being repetition. These components are arranged in a, uh, in a hieroglyph well, I guess in a hetero manner that is part from the lower level comes together to form the next higher level. In that way, the cells come together to form tissues and tissues come together to form organs and organs come together to form systems and all the systems come together to form the whole body. How about that? Uh, as we look at these word parts like cysto, cell, Biology, the study of plasm formation. Uh, the medical term tips that you should know. Cells were first seen by Robert Hooks. Just a little note here. Over 300 years ago, to him, the, re- the rectangular shape looked like a prism cell. So he named them cells. It was a common practice for early and anatomicals to name a organ solely on the appearance. Now, that's why they looked at the appearance, the cell membrane, cytology, cytoplasm, and nucleus. The cell is the fundamental unit of all living things, ladies and gentlemen. That is to say, um, it is the smallest structure of the body that has all the properties of being alive. Yes, the body is alive, responding to stimuli, 
such as light, engaging in metabolic activities such as drinking fluids and taking in substance, and producing cells. All the tissues and organs in the body are composed of cells, every one of them. Individual cells perform functions. Um, They perform functions for the body, such as the reproduction system, the hormone secretion, energy production, and as we do excretion, we have to excretiate fluids from the body. Special cells are also able to carry out very specific functions, such as uh, contraction by muscles. Muscles have to contract. Contraction by muscle cells and electrical impulses. Our body is an electrical uh, atom and is electrically made. It's uh, transmissions by nerve cells, the study of cells, and their function is called cytology. Can you say that? C-Y-T-O-L-O-G-Y, cytology. No matter the difference in the study of cells and their function, it's called cytology. Uh, no matter the difference in their shape and functions, at some point during their life cycle, all cells have a nucleus, a cytoplasm, and a cell membrane. Can you say that? Cells have a nucleus, cytoplasm, and a membrane, a cell membrane. The cell membrane is the outermost boundary of a cell. It encloses the cytoplasm the watery substance internal, environmental of the cell, and the nucleus which contains the cell DNA. And we've heard about DNA before. Now let's look at the tissues, the connective tissues, the epithelial tissue, the histology, the muscular tissue, and nervous tissue. Histology. I once worked in the Department of Histology and Cytology. Histology is the study of tissues. We, we look at tissues under a microscope to look for cancerous cells. A tissue is formed when, you, when like cells are grouped together, when you group them all together and a function together to perform a specific activity. The body has four types of tissues, and let's name them. Muscular tissues, epithelial tissue, connective tissues, and nervous tissues, muscular tissues, cardiac muscular smooth tissues, muscular fiber tissues, skeletal muscles. Now, I know you're not going to remember all this, but it's good to go back and listen to the tape and reiterate what I'm saying. The muscular tissues produce movement in the body through transaction. So your body has to be able to move in order for you to have contraction or shortening of the length is the composed of individual muscle cells called muscle fibers. Muscle tissues form one of three basic types of muscles, skeletal muscles, smooth muscles, or cardiac muscles. Skeletal muscles is attached to the bone, right to the bone, and that's a cold stone fact. Smooth muscles is found in the eternal organs, such as the intestines and the uterus and the blood vessels. Cardiac muscles is found only in the heart, like you're having a cardiac arrest, that muscle is there. Epithelial tissues, and that word is pronounced E-P-I-H-T-H-E-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-
L-E-E-U-M, epithelium, epithelium. Epithelial tissues or epithelium is found throughout the body and is composed of closed packet cells that form the covering for the linings of the body structure. For example, both the top layer of the skin and the linings of the stomach are epithelial tissues. In addition to forming a protective barrier, epithelial tissues may be specialized to absorb substance, such as nutrients from the intestines, secrete substance, such as sweat glands, or excretion waste, your bowel, your waste, such as the kidney uh, tubular. Connective tissues, adpose, adpose, and that's A-D-D-I-H-P-O-H-S, adpose bones, cartilage tendons. Connective tissue, is a support, connective tissue is a supporting protective tissue in body structure because connective tissues perform many different functions depending on its location in the body. It appears in many different forms so that each is able to form the task required at that location. For example, bones provide structural support for the whole body to hold it up. Cartilage is the sock of absorber in the joints. It's the sock that absorbs the pushing and pulling. The tendons tightly connect skeletal muscles. The tendons collect, connect all the skeletal muscles to the bone. Adpose provides protective padding around the body structure. Now let's get to the nervous tissues. That would include the brain, the nerves, the neurons, spinal cord. Nervous tissues is composed of cells called neurons. This tissue forms the brain, spinal cord, and a network of nerves throughout the entire body allowing for the conduction of electrical impulses. Did you not know that? We can produce electrical impulses to send information like neurosynapse sends this fire across the brain and it snaps with the fire and you need fire to have impulses, energy, so to speak. Information between the brain and the rest of the body is definitely necessary. Now, let's go on. We're looking at uh, the types of tissues and muscles, epithelial, nervous connective, and their location within the body. You have the nervous tissue in the brain, muscular tissues in the skeletal muscles of the deltoid, the epithelial tissues in the epithermis layers of the skin, connective tissues uh, at, at pros, layers of the skin, the muscle tissues, the cardiac muscles of the heart, epithelial tissues, linging, linging linings of the colon. You have connective tissues, the tendons, connective tissues, the cartilage, connective tissues, the bone, muscular tissues, smooth muscles of the stomach. Okay? Now, Let's do a little practice here in completing something. The level of organizations of the body in, or, in order from smallest 
to the largest are what? What? The intestines? Okay, you need to go back and practice that. Organs and systems. Organs are composed of several different types of tissues that work as a unit to perform special functions. For example, the stomach contains smooth muscle tissue, nerve tissues, and epithelial tissue that allow to contract to mix food with digestive juices. A system is composed of several organs working in a coordinated manner to perform a complex function or functions to continue with our example. Let me give you an example. The stomach plus the other digestive system organ, the organ, the oral cavities, esophagus, the liver, the pancreas, and then the small intestines, the colon, work together to to ingest digestions and absorb our food. We need that in order to absorb our food. Okay, present present the organ systems that are discussed in this book along with the major organs found in each system, the system functions, and the medical specialties that treat conditions of that system. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the organ system of the human body is very important, and you're going to see muscle, like words like muscles, muscular, and that's muscles, and orth is the straight, PDO is foot, and you will see cardio, like I said, heart, vascular, blood vessels, and ology, the study of an R, A-R, pertaining to. Hemato is the blood, it is pertaining to, ology is the study of. Then you have gastro is the stomach, intro is the small intestine, procto is the rectum. And L is pertaining to, ology is the study of, as I told you. Rhino is the nose, larino is the larynx, uh, pulmonary, plumino is the lung, thoracic O is the chest. Um, and let's go on. Is there any questions? Do you have any questions? I'm going to stop for a second to see if we have any questions. If you have any questions, just type them up on the screen and we will be able to entertain them. Now let's go on. The organ systems of the human body, ladies and gentlemen, is very, very interesting. Um, uh, As we go on, the organ systems and functions and the challenges. For example, number uh, one, that is the, uh, the skin. It provides two-way barrier. And the heart, what does the heart do? It pumps blood through the blood vessels. And the stomach, what would you suggest that the stomach does? Ingest, digest, and absorb nutrition. The uterus, the uterus provides place for a growing baby. And the bone, what does the bone do? Support the body, as we said. What does the lungs do? The lungs obtain oxygen. And what does kidneys do for us? What what can we do with the kidneys? The kidneys filter waste products from the blood. And what does the testes do? Produce sperm for the man. And what about the brain? What does the brain do? Coordinate body responses. 
And finally, what does the muscles do? Produce movement. And as we see, as seen from the previous sections that we talk about, the body is the sum of all the system's organs, tissues, and cells found within. It is important to learn the anatomical terminology that applies to the body as a whole in order to correctly identify specific locations and directions. When dealing with patients, when we're dealing with patients, the anatomical position is used when describing the position and relationships of structures in the human body. A body in the anatomical position is standing erect with the arms at the body side of the body and the palms of the hand facing both facing forward and the eyes looking straight ahead. In addition, the legs are parallel with the feet and the toes are pointing towards. For descriptive purposes, the assumption is always that that a person is in the anatomical position even the body even if the body or parts of the body are in other positions. What do I mean? Body planes. You have a cranial plane and the cranial section, cross section, frontal plane, frontal section, horizontal plane, latitudio section, medium plane, sagittal plane, sagittal section, transverse plane, transverse section. The terminology for body plane is used to assist medical personnel in describing the body and its parts. To understand body planes, images cut slicing through the body as of the the various angles. The imaginary slicing allows us to use more specific language when we're describing parts of the body. These body planes illustrated throughout this book will be talked about. Now, as I talked about sagittal plane, this vertical plane runs lengthwise from front to back and uh, divides the body or any of the parts into the right and left portion. The right and left side of side does not have to be equal. If the sagittal planes pass through the middle of the body, thus dividing it into the equal right and left halves. It is called a mid-sagittal or a medium plane. A cut along the sagittal plane yields a sagittal section view of the inside of the body. The frontal plane, the frontal or cortinal plane, divides the body into frontal and back portions. A vital lengthwise plane is running from side to side. A cut along the frontal plane yields a frontal or cardinal plane viewed in the inside of the body. Transverse plane. Now, what is that? The transverse or horizontal plane is across the plane that runs parallel to the ground. This imaginary cut would divide the body or its parts into upper and lower portion. A cut along the verb, a transverse plane, yields a transverse section view of the inside of the body. The term cross-section and longitudinal section are frequently used to describe internal views of structure, a lengthwise slice along the long axis of a structure produces a a longitudinal 
section, a slice perpendicular to the long axis of the structure produces across the section view. Now, just giving you some idea of how doctors may tell you what part of the body that this obstruction is in. The body region, the body is divided into large regions that can easily be identified externally. It is, a, it is vital to the formula with both of the anatomical names of each region as well as the common name. For a description of each region, um, they put, as you learn medical terminology, it is important that you remember not to use common phrases and terms any longer. Many people commonly use the term stomach and organ when they actually mean abdomen, a body region. So let's try to use the right terms, ladies and gentlemen. Terms describing the body organ. As I told you, uh, abnormal regions will describe that. And acephalo region. Cervical regions. Dorsum, meaning the back. Pubic region, trunk. Vertebral regions. So try to use the right terms for the head like acephala, acephalic. And uh, the genital, pubic, leg, curl, buttocks, gluteal, neck, cervical, arm, brachial, back, dorsum, chest, thoracic. So as you use the abdominal cavities, the abdominal pelvic cavities, cranial cavities, uh, diaphragm, medium tusk, peripheral layer, peripheral perteum, pelvic cavity, particardial cavity. These are terms that you are going to be expected to use correctly when you refer to the body part. Okay? Now let's go on here. Okay. Um, In the anatomical position, the body is standing erect with arms at the side and the plasm facing forward. In the right lower quadrant of the abdomen containing containing the appendix, the dorsal cavities are the cranial cavity and the spinal cavity. There are three anatomical divisions in the anatomical cavity. In integral regions of the abdomen, Abdominal cavity is located in the right lower lateral region near the groin. Within the thoracic cavity, the lungs are found in the pleural. Pleural cavity in the heart is found in the pericardi cavity. So those are some things you're going to be expected to know, ladies and gentlemen. So you might as well get your book out and start practicing. I'm hand-feeding you this information now, but I'm going to expect for you to go and get the book. Now, let's look at some abbreviations like AP. AP stands for anterior-posterior. CV stands for cardiovascular. ENT stands for ears, nose, and throat. GI stands for gastrointestinal. GYN stands for gynecology. LAT, AT, LAT stands for lateral. LE stands for lower extremities. LLQ stands for left lower quadrum. 
L-U-Q stands for left upper quad limb. M-S stands for muscular skeletal. B-O stands for obstetric. P-A stands for, for posterior and post-interior. R-L-Q stands for right lower quadrum. R-U-Q stands for right upper quadrum. U-E stands for upper extremities. So you're going to have to spend some time remembering those. Now let's do a quick review. If I wrote the word, um, if I wrote the word E-P-I-G-A-S-T-R-I-C, epigastric, epigastric, what would the term be? The definition. What does epi mean? Above. If I wrote pericardium, P-E-R-I-C-A-R-D-I-U-M, what does that term mean? What does the peri mean? Around the heart. If I wrote hypochondriac, H-Y-P-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-A-C, what does the hypo mean? Is it below or above? It means below, insufficient. If I wrote rectoperitoneal, R-E-T-R-O-P-E-R-I-T-O-N-E-A-L, the word recto means again. Now let's look at some other terms here I'm going to go through for you. And looking at what distal means. What does distal mean? Just think off the top of your head. What does distal mean? Located far away from point of attachment to the body. What about prone? What does prone mean? Lying face down. How about lateral? What does lateral mean? To the side. Inferior, what does the term inferior mean? Cordial. What does the term deep mean? Deep, someone cut him deep. Away from the surface. How about apex? What does apex mean? Tip or submit of a organ. How about base? What does the term base mean? Bottom or lower part of an organ. Posterior. What does the term posterior mean? Posterior. Dorsal. What does superficial mean? Toward the surface. How about the spine? What does that mean? Lying face down. How about anterior? What does the word anterior mean? Ventral. Medial. Medial. What does medial mean? Middle. Proximal. What does the term proximal mean? Located closer to point of attachment to the body. How about superior? What does the term superior mean? Cephalo. Okay, 
Now, that was just a review of Chapter 1, and we're going to go on. Excuse that, that was a review of Chapter 2. And we look at cardiology, uh, ophthalmology, ortholaryngotomy, gastro in gastroenthermology, urology, dermatology, gynecology, orthopediology. Now, I want you to also make sure you go to My Terminology Lab. And there are some activities there in that lab that you can set up your profile in. I asked you to do that last week. And there are fun activities and games there that you can play around with to better your ability to retain this information and these skills. There are also some powerful tools in tracking and analyzing your your ability to recall these words, allowing you to create a personalized uh, learning experience. There are videotape, flashcards, audio pronunciation to help you enrich your program, and streaming lessons, uh, presentations, and self-paced learning modules there. A space where you and your instructor where I can meet with you and help you to learn some of these parts of the body. Now, we are done with Chapter 2. Let us do like a quick review for your test next week so you know exactly. I said that the test is going to be on the third week. And these are some things that you can look forward to. We're going to be covering Chapter 1 on the test. So you're not going to be covering um, any of the parts of Chapter 2, but Chapter 1 for your quiz. And a quiz is always fun. It tells me what you know. Now, if any of you are having any problems out there comprehending Raise your hand, let me know. And uh, all of you Facebook people out there, I'm inviting you to come in. This is a free class, and this is a class that I have actually had uh, in my studies, and I also just took the class about two semesters ago. So I'm giving you the best that I got, just bringing it to you right off the top of my head so that it is fresh information. And that's a cold stone fact, pony. So get with the program and come on into this class so you can learn some Latin words and have a broader terminology when you're speaking of your body parts. If you don't do anything else with this class, it will help you to enunciate the body parts and appropriately state them in your transplane and uh, looking at your uh, midsections and parts of the body. Now, let's do our overview. You can take note on this, and you can bet your bottom dollar this is what's going to be on the quiz. So I'm giving you all an opportunity. Uh, We're going to possibly do some open book quizzes to see if you can recall this information for the first four quizzes. That way I know that you are not struggling. You are taking notes, okay, and you can use your note. Number one, the three basic parts of medical terminology are what? Do I see any hands out there? Does anybody want to challenge that? And here are your examples. Word roots, number A, B, prefix, C, suffix, or all of the above. Come on, put your hands up. Let me know you know something out there. I'm going to, go, I'm going to call on a boy in a minute. I'm waiting for you girls to come on. All right, the answer is all of the above. Word roots prefix, suffix, all of the above. 
You can put that in your notes. Now, number two, the word word for voice box is, is it A, Oto, B, Adreno, C, Larynexo? Do I have any answers, any volunteers? The answer to number two, the word word for voice box is C, Larynexo, L-A-R-Y-N-G slash O. Now, I'm adding that slash because that is the vowel that you're going to add to connect the main prefix with the root word or the suffix. Number three, the root word enter, E-N-T-E-R slash O, enter all, is another term for large intestines. Is that true or false? Is that true or false? Is there anyone that can answer that? That's false. Number four, the root word for nerves is neuro-o, N-E-U-R-O, euro, U-R slash O, B. C, hydro, H-Y-D-R-O slash O. What is your answer? Our answer is neuro, N-E-U-R-O. Number five, the prefix for fast or rapid is, number A, Brady, B-R-A-D-Y. Number C, excuse me, number B, super, S-U-P-E-R. Number C, tacky, T-A-C-Y. First of all, I want you to tell me which one is considered slow. If you knew what slow is, you can rule out one of them. Slow is Brady, B-R-A-D-Y. So you know if it's not super above, then it must be tacky. Tacky is the answer, number C, T-A-C-H-Y. Number six, pseudo is another term for after. Is that true or false? False. Number seven, mono is another term for one. Mono, mono meaning what? One, it's true. Suffix for pain is number one, A-L-G, A-L-G-I-A, B, Diny, D-Y-N-I-A, C, Laces, L-Y-S-I-S, or both, A and B. Your answer is A, B, both. Algae, A-L-G-I-A, and Diny, N-I-A. They both mean pain. Let's go on to number nine. And there's only 15 questions that you can prepare for. And if you know these questions, you'll do well when you come in class. Now, the suffix for hernia is A, Cis, C-I-S-E, B, Platos, P, Patos, Patosis, P-T-O-S-I-S, C, Celio, C-E-L-E-O, it's C, Celio. Number 10, stenosis is another term for narrowing, stenosis. Is that true or false? 
That's true. Stenosis is the term for narrowing. Number 11, prefix for above. Is it A, super, S-U-P-E-R, B, supra, C-U-P-R-A, C, endo, E-N-D-O, or all of the above, or both, D, all of the above, or E, both A and B? What is the answer? All of the above. Super, S-U-P-E-R, supra, S-U-P-R-A, endo, E-N-D-O. All of the above. Hmm. I don't know why that looks like that should be, um, why that looks like that should be E, but we'll look at that later. Now, number 12, the root word for nose is rhino, R-H-I-N slash O. Is that true? Is the root word rhino true? Yes, it's true. The suffix number 13 for pertaining to is A, ik, B, ort, C, os, D, none of the above. E, all of the above. The answer is E, ik, ork, os, all of the above. Number 14, the suffix ectomy means cutting into. Is that true or false? Are we cutting into something when we say ectomy? Yes, it means ectomy. The last one, number 15, the suffix grams mean A, instrument for recording, B, record of picture, C, process of recording, the answer is B, record of picture, grams. Now, you just covered the review for the, uh, for the quiz next week, and if you've taken good notes uh, and this is an open book test, you can come in and be able to ace that quiz and say you're on your way. Now, Since we just covered, we're going to have both quizzes, one and two, next week, since we just covered Chapter 2. So let me go over uh, the quizzes. All right. Get your notes out and go get your libations. Take a little break here. For those of you who are new to this class, I am Omi. I am the head maestro here in this classroom. I am your Omi that will give out instructions on medical terminology. This is a Latin course that talks about Latin words and this the epistemology of words in Latin. How do you decipher them? Now, just as a break where some people are going to get their libations, I want to do a little quick review about A, the word is without, and is also without, anti is against, auto is self, brady is slow, d is without, dice is painful, difficult, endo is within, epi is above, exo is normal, x is outward, extra is outside, hetero is different, homo the same, hyper extensive, in not inward, Enter between intra within macro large micro 
macro large, micro small, helio new, para beside, per through, peri around, post after, pre before, pro before. Now that's just to give you a little quick review. Uh, synthesis, puncture to withdraw fluid uh, uh, from the body. Ectomy, surgical removal. Ostomy, surgical uh, creation and opening. Optomy, optomy, cutting into prexy, surgical fixation. Plasty, surgical repair. Now, those are some things we're just reviewing, like prairie, around the heart, post, after, pre, before, pro, before. Those are some things that I want you to be able to remember off the top of your head, okay? Uh, And we're going to get back to the review of Chapter 2 for our quiz. Now, how's everybody doing? How's the African doing this evening? Are they feeling any algae? Does anybody tell me what al- algae means? It means pain. <laughs> any any uh, cilio protrusion in the brain? Cilio, cites, cells, aching or anything? You have to start using some of these words, okay? Ism, the state of, itis, inflammation, ologist, one who studies ology, the study of, Okay, uh, Meglia, enlarge, Oma, Toma, Tuma. Okay, Osis, abnormal condition, pathy, disease, Plaglia, plasm. Okay, now I'm going to get back with the with the review of the quiz. Are we all ready? We got our libations, got your snacks and everything. So once again, how is the African family doing today? Let's look at some prefixes before we go back into the review. Optomy is cutting into. Plexi is surgical uh, fixation. Plasty is surgical repair. Uh, Tommy is instrument to cut. And let's look at some suffixes. Gram is a record or picture. Graphy is process of recording. Meter is instrument for measuring. Metri is process of measuring. Scope, instrument for viewing. Scopic is pertaining to uh, usually examining. Scopy is process of visually examining. Now, these medical terminologies tips uh, are to gain a quick understanding of terms. It may be helpful for you, and it may not be helpful for you to hear me recite this from the end of the words to the beginning. Or the suffix, and then pick up the word root last, for example, peri, is the prefix, P-E-R-I, and cardi is the root, C-A-R-D, itis is the suffix, I-T-I-S, okay? Inflammation of the heart, and around uh, the, the itis, around the peri is around the body, around the, the, the heart. Let's see. Now, here's a few more that you might have remembered. Uh, endo is gland, bio is life, carcinol, carcinol is cancer, cardio is heart, chemo is chemical, cyst is to cut, dermat is skin, enter is, enter is intestine, gastro is stomach, gyne is female, hemato is blood, immune, immuno is immunity, 
Larynx is larynx. Nephro is kidney. Neuro is nerve. Ophthalmologo is eye. Oto is ear. Patho is disease. Plumino is lung. Rhino is nose. Nose. Okay, let's get right back to our quiz here. Are we ready? Are we still taking notes? You ought to be still taking notes. Let's take a big stretch up to the ceiling. Take a deep breath, let it in, let it out. All right, let's get back on the horn. Now, this is quiz number two for chapter two. The components of the human body are what? Cells, tissues, organs, and systems. Is that true or false? Let me say that again. We just talked about it. The components of the human body are cells, tissues, organs, and systems. Is that true or false? That is true. Number two, the dorsal cavity contains A, lungs and heart, B, brains and spinal cord, C, splings and liver. Which is the answer? Number B, brains and spinal cord. Number three, the word root cilio pertains to the neck. Is that true? That's false. Cilio does not pertain to the neck. Cilio pertains to the head. Number four, the root word, thoracic, means what? A, lungs. B, back. C, chest. What is our answer? Everyone should know that answer. We went over that. That should be the chest. Number five. Another term for the buttocks is what? Remember I said we have to use the proper terms. What's another term for buttocks? Is it gluteal? Gluteal? Gluteal. Is it true or false? It's true. Gluteal. Number six. Three layers of the skin are called what? A, epidermis. B, dermis. C, hair. D, subcutaneous. E, all of the above, or F, A, B, and D. What answer is it? It is epidermis, dermis, and subcutaneous. So it's A, B, and D. Number seven, another term for inflammation of the skin is also called what? A, dermatosis, B, Dermatitis, C, dermatitis, let's see, dermatitis, B, C, dermatitis. So what is our answer? Our answer is D, is C, and it's spelled D-E-R-M-A-T-I-T-I-S, dermatitis. Ono, okay, ono, let's see, onectomy. On, onectomy means A, removal of the nail, B, removal of the fungus, C, removal of a mass. So what are we removing? The removal of a nail, that is A. Let's carry on. Number nine, you should be putting some notes in your book somewhere. The term for red skin is 
erythmodermia. Erythmodermia, E-R-Y-T-H-R-O-D-E-R-M-A. Is that true or false? That is true. Diophoresis, diophoresis means profuse swelling. Diophoresis, it means the profuse swelling. Is that true or false? That's true. Number 11, the term excessive hair growth over the body is, number A, anerythroes, anerythroes is A, number B, psychiatrix, B, number C, hyracystem, hyracystem. The answer is number C, hyracystem. Number 12, another term for Abnormal paleness of the skin is. Another term for abnormal paleness of the skin is A, nervous, B, polar, C, polar. What is our answer? B, polar, P-A-L-L-O-R. The term for severe itching is plura, Pluripura, number A, pure pura, pure pura, number B, pure itis, C, purulent, purulent. The answer is A, pure pura. Number fourteen is eureka, eureka. Eureka is another term for warts. Is that true or false? That's false. The term vascular means A, lesions, B, mass, C, blister. What is the answer for the term vascular? It is C, blister. Number 16, the term for inflammation of the connective tissue is called A, cellulitis, B, dermatitis, C, abscess. The term for inflammation of the connective tissue is cellulitis. That is the answer, A. Number 17, alopia. Alopia is another term for baldness. Oh, no, alopecia. The term is alopecia is another term for baldness. Is that true or false? Alopecia. That is true. Ulcers is another term for an open sore or lesion of the skin. Ulcers is a term for open sore or lesion of the skin. Is that true or false? That is true. Let's go on. Our final two. Number 19. The root word visceral O means A, body, B, systems, C, internal organs. What is the answer? Does anyone know? You can vote. You can raise your hand now if you want to, if you feel like you want to jump out there. The answer is C, internal organs. And our last test quiz is the root word curio means what? A, neck, 
B, tail, C, leg. What is the answer? Don't everybody answer at the same time? Stop. Everybody hold on. We just need one person to answer. Can we all say it together? C, leg. You got it. You just completed your second session in the lesson. We have just covered Chapter 1 and 2 review for our quiz. Those of you who participated, you'll know exactly what to put on your quiz for next week. Come prepare to take your quiz. Uh, I will allow the open book for the very first one for you challenging this test. We're going to allow you to use your notes and ask you to complete quiz number chapter 1 and chapter 2. Well, actually, chapter 2 covers chapter uh, parts of chapter 3 that we went over today as well. So that quiz will be over chapter 1, 2, and 3. And we'll be up to date, and then we'll be right back on uh, the section of uh, chapter 3, the Ogdeman system, uh, chapter 4, the mus- muscular skeleton system. Okay, and uh, basically, basically, what the quiz when I give you the quiz, it'll cover uh, the quiz over chapter one. Okay, and then we'll be hopefully we'll be caught up because normally you would have uh, came in here and did your quiz today, but because I actually put the training lesson two on the YouTube channel, there was no way you can actually. Um, you could know that I was going to have it on that channel, but I am giving you a forewarning and alert that this chapter will be, uh, all of the sessions will be set up on the talk show from here on out because I know it's very difficult for you to get to the YouTube channel. And make sure you jot down the number, uh, 724-444-7444, and uh, when you enter the caller ID it's one four six four zero zero pounds. Okay? And if you're on a um if you're not able to reach us that way and you need to put the pen in, it will be two one nine eight nine five zero seven five five pounds. Once again, how does the African family feel? You've just completed lesson number two and you have time left on your hand. Uh this class is set up for two hours, so What's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? And um, note that I was previously a history teacher, and I'm going to say a little something in reference to that. I was the only teacher who did not get to teach from the history books the lesson to the students. I taught everything but the lies. I was able to bring in the dynasty of the Egyptology and at the time when African Americans were kings and queens, and we did not have to quarrel over uh, when Jim Crow laws ended or how Christopher Columbus didn't discover America, and we did not have to quarrel over the fact that when Christopher Columbus came to the United States, we were well engaged and functioning as the copper tone Indians. And we were not considered uh, as Africans. We were considered as the first world people, which are indigenous people to this land. So I was able to teach my class from a different perspective. I was contracted out to come in and not to teach slavery. However, I had to get around it by telling the young people 
that those who were colonized here by the British here in the United States were not slaves. We were free men, mostly uh, of the uh, descendant of the Moors and of Seminole Indians, meaning we were Coppertone people. So when they came supposedly and landed on Plymouth Rock, the real true story is is that we were not brought here as slaves, but some of us were taken away to be deported in Europe and in Africa as slaves. But the majority of us who are still here never left this continent. We're never on a continent of Africa. So the ones that are still here on this continent, we never got transported to Europe or transported over to Africa. So you're indigenous to this land. African Americans, I want you to know that you are first world people here on this land. That is a lie that they're telling. When they colonized this continent, you were captive in your own land, and you weren't brought from Africa, but you might have been, your families might have been uh, incarcerated and made slaves while here on their own land, but they never left to go to any other continent, or they never were brought from any other continent. So you need to know that. And that's the very reason why most of the African-American children did not want to learn about slavery because it put them in a different light. And it was a lie. They knew it from the start. It wasn't true. And we've been told a lie by our history teachers, and we've been fed a lie. So I had refused to teach that lie, and I got permission to come in and teach our African-American middle schoolers from a different perspective. We have to look at the fact that it would serve the Eurocentric well to make us think we came from Africa when, in fact, we never left this continent. And if your parents did leave this continent to go to Africa, you wouldn't be here now. So that's why you're here as the first world indigenous aboriginal from this continent. You're, you're the first African, you're the first native and those who are perpetrating being an Indian, we are American Indians, and those Native Indians are perpetrating because most of them are European Indians, or they are 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 are, are Asian Indians. They are not the real American Indians. We are the real American Indians. So, in essence, there is a debt to be paid to us, and I know it. Because my uncles, my great uncles who lived to be 101, and my uncles told me the story that we we're indigenous of this land and we were part of the Geechee tribe. And the Geechees have their base in North Carolina, and all of the natives who came in from Sierra Leone came to North Carolina and they practiced being Geechees. And that's why you had a lot of runaway slaves that were going there, and they went up under the Seminole Indians. Most of our tribes are Seminole Indian, and we have to understand that they lied to us to make us think that we were slaves, wanting us to go look for something in Africa that didn't belong to us. This is the land that we be on. This here is where we be, and this is our land, and we have inheritance here. And just because we were told that the Constitution is a dead document and that it's not a live document 
and that because of the Dred Scott uh, trial and case that the white man said through the Judge Taney that there is no amount of laws that the uh, that the non-Melanite man is is going to uh, recognize from an African American. In other words, no matter what uh, you say, that there is no amount of laws that the African American can uh, get for the white man to recognize because black means we're outside of the law. But in reality, that Dred Scott case has been opened up as a case law recently for someone to look at, and we can look at that case again to see actually what our rights are as non-citizens. However, if our family was citizens, then citizenship passes down to generation, so we have inherited citizenship whether they like it or not because of our ancestors passing it down the lineage. And we need to know these things. And I'm teaching from a history perspective, Right now, because we have a little time on our hand, I thought maybe we'd discuss that. Uh, we're in uh, our Omi's Language Buddy School where we've been talking about the epistemology of words. We must understand that words and religion and customs have a lot to do with where you're from. If you try to displace a people and make them think that they're from nowhere because you don't have us plugged into Africa exclusively, and then you want to bar us from our rights here in the United States, you will not be able to do that. We know who we are. We know we are the copper-skinned people. We are the first world people, the Native American indigenous uh, people. And we were here, and our forefathers were blacksmiths, and they were carpenters, and they were specialists, and they were the Moors. So we belong here, and this is where we get our rights and our reparations from because you owe us for this work we've done here. Now pay us for this work we've done and quit lying to the other uh, principals and teachers about our history and having them to perpetuate a lie because that's exactly what you wanted us to do was to perpetuate a lie in our history classes. But I thank God that I got barred from having to teach that lie and was able to teach truth to my students. We are the first indigenous people and the first world order people, and there's no place in this continent that you could have gone without finding our indigenous people. We have been uh, positioned all over the geographical map in every continent. However, we are not a minority, but a majority. And there are some lies and misnomers that have to be cleared up. And if I was in the mood for pulling out documentations and map, I would show you the real uh, map of freedom for 2007 because the map that they're showing us in these classrooms is a fake map. It has nowhere near the size of what Africa truly is. So, what I wanted to say to you students is that you must get a little bit of history, too, while you're trying to get the Latin medical terminology. Yes, I know it's not an elegant language, but it's a language that will help you get a job, and that's why I'm putting it out there so that some of you can get into the work marketplace. Now, once again, about history. 
We're finding out all sorts of things that the transatlantic slave trade never existed for African Americans that are here in the United States. We were not on that voyage. We were not on that trip. They took a whole lot of gold back, and they took a number of different slaves to Africa and to Europe, but they didn't come from Africa to the United States. Therein lies where the lie is. So therefore, we don't have to claim that we came from Africa. Yes, our people over in Africa look a lot like us, but we're indigenous to this land. They're not us and we're not them. And we've got to get the lie straight because we are entitled to some benefits and we need our benefits. We need all of our land back and we also need all of our lucrative amount of reparation that's owed to us. Someone went to the census and lied when they put down the $5 Indian who was a Caucasian man at that who bought their way into the lineage of the true indigenous people and they got our benefits because they paid their $5 to get on that list. Now, the Freedmen's List was a group of Native Americans who could not prove their authenticity of being a Native. So they're on that list, and those people on the Freedmen List are Native Americans too, and they could be First World Order people. So a lie has to be corrected. The history books have to be corrected, and we have to make sure that we go down in history fighting to get the proper use of recorrecting history books that have been lied to. Now, we're looking for ourselves in this transatlantic slave trade, and we can't find ourselves anywhere on those ships. And there are no documentation of the paperwork of the cargo showing that any African or any black from this country was on those ships boarding to Africa. There's no documentation of the transatlantic slave trade whatsoever. And would you believe it? then that means that we never really left here at all. We've been here the whole time. And pretty much we've been uh, occupying as professionals, as, and most of our ancestors were not slaves. They were here occupying before Christopher Columbus came on his escapade for his religious escapade that he went on with killing the majority of those who did not claim to be Christian. He forced them into becoming a Christian. It was only about 40% people who went willingly to become Christians. And the remaining, he forced them and killed off a great deal of natives who refused to become Christians because Christianity was not our religion. We did not hold Christianity in endearment because the Catholics uh, pushed for Christianity, and the Romans gave the Christians a Paulinian version of Christianity so that they would embrace it. So Christianity was, was, was rebuked for a long time and wasn't allowed to be preached until the Romans changed it at the Council of Nicene and gave them the religion of Christianity. It is the, 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 the religion of our, of our slave master is a slave master religion and would only keep us further in depth 
into slavery. And that is why I have stopped being a Christian because I did not want my slave master's religion. But it's very important that you should know these things, ladies and gentlemen. And I thank you so much for being a part of this class this evening. And uh, I don't want to get off into a deep study of history, but just a little tidbits for the students there that are coming to class and listening. Thank you so much for joining me on this particular segment of Omi's Language Buddy School. I am your Language Buddy coach, and I will meet with you again this Sunday at 7.30. So come prepare for your lesson. We are going to have our quiz for Chapters 1, 2, and 3 next Sunday at 7.30 here on TalkShoe. We'll meet you there. And I will say straight ahead and into the future, Milwaukee, straight ahead and into the future, uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, straight ahead and into the future, Detroit, Michigan, straight ahead and into the future, Gary, Indiana, straight ahead and into the future, Indianapolis, Indiana, straight ahead and into the future, Dallas, Texas, straight ahead and into the future, Avon, Indiana. Thank you so very much, and have a great day, and I'll see you next Sunday at 730. Thank you.